This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, February 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Grant for farmers to leave? Breakthrough on the FY22 spending and White House weighing China options. Dolly, state is incentivizing farmers to leave. A budget subcommittee for the state Senate yesterday held a hearing to review several drought items within the governor's initial budget proposal. Republican Senator Brian Dolly of Bieber pushed back once again on measures he viewed as driving businesses out of California. He took aim at a program for repurposing fallowed farmland for ecosystem restoration and other conservation goals. We cannot just continue to pay farmers to leave, said Dolly. It's basically giving them money so they can go to some other state where there's water and that land will be idle. At the opposite end, the Environmental Defense Fund and other groups encouraging the lawmakers to bump the funding from $40 million to $50 million. Dolly also pushed for adding more money for Sites Reservoir. Natural Resources Secretary Wade Crowfoot responded to the project will likely gather more Prop 1 dollars soon and said the administration is also investing in groundwater recharge and more flexible reservoir operations to preserve more storage. And on that note, Crowfoot gathered praise from Representative John Garamendi of the Sacramento Valley during a House subcommittee hearing this week on the 22 Water Resources Development Act. Garamendi commended the Newsom administration for advancing sites reservoir and for supporting floodplain restoration projects with rice farmers. Irrigation District to pitch solar panels over canal. The Turlock Irrigation District will build solar panel canopies over sections of canals as state-funded pilot project. The Department of Water Resources financed the effort to see if the panels can reduce evaporation, shade out weeds, and buffer the wind while supporting the local electric grid. We aren't afraid to chart a new path with pilot projects that have potential to meet our water and energy sustainability goals, said TID Board President Michael France. A UC study has estimated that covering 4,000 miles of canals could save 63 billion gallons of water annually, enough to irrigate 50,000 acres of farmland. Equine director suspended in doping scandal. The California Veterinary Board has suspended the license of UC Davis equine medical director Jeff Blee. Before assuming the position in July, Blee was a horse track veterinarian and allegedly injected horses with performance-enhancing drugs. Blee is currently on administrative leave from UC Davis. Negotiators report progress on FY22 spending. Congressional negotiators say they've reached a deal on fiscal 22 spending. It could pave the way for passing an omnibus bill next month. I'm feeling very optimistic we can get an omnibus done, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, the New York Democrat, told reporters yesterday. The Senate will vote next week on a House-passed stopgap spending bill that would keep the government funded through March 11, a continuing resolution that has kept the government operating since December at FY21 spending levels. Well, it's set to expire a week from Friday. 
No details were released of the FY22 framework that negotiators agreed on. But the top Republican of the Senate Appropriations Committee, Richard Shelby, described it as, quote, a breakthrough. House Appropriations Subcommittee Chairwoman Rosa DeLauro of Connecticut said appropriators can now go to work finalizing details of the omnibus. Chamber, White House exploring options on China trade. The U.S. needs to get China to fulfill its promises under the Phase 1 trade pact, but it's still unclear how that's going to happen if Beijing doesn't acquiesce during the talks going on now. That's the assessment of U.S. Chamber of Commerce Executive Vice President Myron Brilliant. Talking to reporters yesterday, Brilliant noted the Biden administration is weighing a range of options with China. The chamber supports the U.S. joining with Japan and Europe in a multilateral approach to swaying China. Brilliant says more tariffs would only increase the damage that existing tariffs are doing to U.S. companies that deal with China. As to the Section 301 tariffs the U.S. already has in place, well, the remnant of the Trump administration, certainly they don't won't likely come down unless China makes good on its promises under Phase 1. CFTC Chair, crypto regulation won't hurt ag. The chairman of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission is assuring the Senate Agriculture Committee that giving the agency more oversight of cryptocurrency and other digital assets won't lead to increased regulation of ag and energy markets. Rostin Benham told the committee's top Republican, John Bozeman of Arkansas, yesterday the increased regulatory authority the agency is seeking could be, quote, surgically limited to just digital assets and no other commodities. There is some bipartisan agreement on Capitol Hill that digital assets need more federal oversight. Bozeman expressed confidence CFTC, quote, can rise to the challenge to be the right fit for an expanded role in digital asset spot markets. Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow said lawmakers must work with the administration on a new regulatory framework. Well, here's today's She Said It. Now we have Nancy Pelosi's gazpacho police. That Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, a Georgia Republican, confusing Nazi Germany's secret police with a cold soup. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, February 10th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Chap Dowling.